Bienvenidos a Cafecito with Rosie on TV. I am so grateful that we are starting this 2021 together. Part of my purpose is to passionately help business owners succeed. And one of the key topics or key things that I teach people that follow me is that you can do that by changing your environment. When you give back to your community, your environment changes, and then you make a community better. I am glad and honored that today I am introducing the sponsors of Cafecito with Rosie on air. Without them, we will not be able to do this. And it is dedicated senior medical care. You can look them up at www.dedicated.care www.dedicated.care. One more time, thank you so much, Dedicated, for believing in Cafecito with Rosie on air. And today I am honored to introduce Dr. Nihal Jiwala. He is located here in Tampa. His specialty is primary care and geriatric medicine. And I like what he says here. I always advocate for my patients. Dr. Jewales, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Rosie. Um, this is a, this is a great opportunity, and I'm I'm ha just happy to be here. Great. So tell me a little bit. How did dedicated senior be became a, a a corporation like it is now? Where did the idea come from? Come from, and what do you guys do? So Dedicated Senior Medical Center is actually part of a larger group called ChenMed. Uh, this is a group that started in Miami over 30 years ago. Uh, this is a family-owned and family-run business that bases out of Miami. Now, the company wasn't always what it is now. The company began as simply the family, as we call it. The family had started this business. Um, the father was a physician. The mother was uh, more of an operations person. Um, and eventually, as the kids got older and went to school, they, they joined their parents' business um, and helped uh, grow, uh, it is, it, it grow it to what it is now. Uh, but it started as a family practice business that was really geared towards helping the underserved, helping people who don't get to see a doctor regularly, helping those who, who really don't have the best transportation to get, go to see their doctor, helping the people that we always know needed the most help. That's what the business idea came from is let's help the people. Let's serve our community. Let's do what we need to do to uplift this community. The, the Chen family had started this company and not many people know, but the Chen family, before they had this company, they were impoverished themselves. And as they, they, they worked harder and harder, it was a goal of theirs to make sure that whatever they do, they do it for the communities that they grew up in to serve them, to make them better, to make them stronger and healthier and give them more happy, healthier days and less hospital days. And as time went on, this company grew and it grew in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and has, and has branched out not just through Florida, but in multiple other states because of the love and the compassion that the Chen family has shared. 
Oh, and I'm getting goosebumps from this, Dr. Joala, because to me, that is part of the American dream, right? You're living in this amazing mm -hmm. country and you start with what is an idea, but you can build it to an amazing product like what it is now. And specifically, um, you serve the population, the senior population, people that perhaps has Medicare and also Medicaid or just Medicare with different products out there, correct? When people mm -hmm. come into your office, what do they expect to receive? That's an excellent question, Rosie. When somebody walks into our offices, they expect they, their expectation should be it should be concierge without the concierge price. They should be treated like a priority. They should be the VIP patient. Every patient is a VIP patient. We treat them not like a number, but treat them like a human being. I have parents who are on Medicare. I know what it's like to go into a doctor's office and wait for two hours only to be turned away. I know what it's like to not be able to see your doctor frequently as you would want and not get the outcomes that you would want. When patients walk into our office, they, they walk into a, an office that is brand new, an office that has staff greeting them that know them by name. They, they meet their doctor who knows them by name and knows their medical history by heart and who truly cares about them. And on top of that, that doctor also knows their family because that's what dedicated senior medical is about. We started as a family company and we treat every person who walks that door just like family. And we don't just say this. This is not like a slogan. This is something that we practice every day. How can we be better? How can we make sure that we follow our service standards? How are we serving our communities? Are we making sure our patients get what they need? And are we making sure that any person that comes in with them, we greet them with a smile just like we would as if they were ours? That's what they should expect. They should expect to have everything that they need all in one place, including a pharmacy. So they don't have, if they don't have transportation, they don't have to drive to a pharmacy, a pharmacy that has all the generic medications that they would need. They can expect to meet their heart doctor as well. So they don't have to travel office to office. They can expect to meet their foot doctor, a podiatrist who's there to help them with all their foot care needs. They can expect to meet an echo technician or an ultrasound technician if they need any special tests or an x-ray technician. And they can meet expect to meet multiple other smiling faces because we have so many office staff that are there to help them and at no cost. And now some seniors may say, well, how am I going to get to a place like that? I don't drive. Mm -hmm. That's okay because we provide transportation as well at no charge. And I believe that was one of the things that was very attractive to me. So I have visited your offices. Part of my story is that I am a Medicare broker. So I come to Medicare recipients once they have questions. But the way I present the product is not only the product, but is the doctor access, um, the access to care that they have. And one of the things that I always share with them is that once I know this doctor and how they work or the clinic and how the clinic care, it's very easier for me to just look at the product that best suit their needs because now I can trust the person that it's going to care for the patient on their medical side, because one thing is the insurance, but another one is the medical aspect of it, right? I cannot tell them what medication um, they need to take, but I can tell them what company covers that medication. So it mm -hmm. is uh, 
all working together to get this patient um, into the right department, into the right clinic, into the right uh, insurance, and also to get the family involved. So that was one of the things that it really caught my attention when I, I um, attended um, one of your open houses. And you're right, the location mm -hmm. is beautiful. Um, the nurses are very friendly. They always have coffee for our, our, our clients. The transportation, because I know some uh, insurance have an amount of transportation, certain amount, so some patients may need more transportation. So it is really very attractive to the client when they're able to have that transportation where they don't have to worry about who is going to drive me today or the family too because some family members have to leave work perhaps to take care of their parents so by having that transportation it really helps them so thank mm -hmm. you that is something that is very attractive um, and 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 very helpful um, another thing that I know that you guys do a lot is uh, I get phone calls uh, from uh, your doctors and, and they're not uh, uh, robocalls. I don't want to say that they're that, but they are actually calls where they follow up and, and give them education to their patients so they can have uh, perhaps um, a healthier lifestyle and make better choices when it comes to food. Um, Education is a big part of dedicated, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm so glad you touched up on that. We started doing something what I call love calls. We all call it that, love calls. And people say, well, what's a love call? We call every patient in the practice every week, not the doctor, the staff. The staff does that on top of the doctor's visits. And they call the patients just briefly every week just to ask them, how are you? How are you feeling? Do you need anything? Do you have all of your medications? Are your medications causing any trouble for you? Did you get everything that you need on your last visit? And is there anything else that you want me to tell your doctor? We ask these questions to all our patients every week. We believe that that's the best way to find a problem. It's better to be, you don't want to be reactive. It's better to be proactive. When you look ahead and say, okay, well, let me ask people what's going on. Because that is the big part of education that people often forget that sometimes we need to find out what the problem is. Sometimes we find the problem early. And if we find the problem early, we have ample time to educate. When somebody has a problem and it's already snowballing, the education's there, but it's hard to implement. So that's the strategy that we use at Dedicators. We say, well, we're going to treat them like family. Wouldn't you call your parents every week? Well, if you're going to treat them like family, let's call them every week. Let's see how they're doing. Because we know that as people get older, there are a lot of things that can bother them. There's depression. A lot of sadness. Um, sometimes they just need someone to call and cheer them up. Sometimes they have a question and they're afraid to ask. And and by doing this, it's it's really something. And then we can get that message right to the doctor. The doctor can can come in, call the patient, and then educate and talk and, and make them happy. The idea is really we we don't like to see seniors in a hospital. As people get older, their frequency of hospitalizations go up. But oddly, one thing that we noticed is that their visits with their doctors on the outpatient side go down. Now, isn't that something, Rosie? Mm -hmm. You know, when people get older, why would you think, why would anybody think, oh, well, you go to a hospital more and see your outpatient doctor less? That's something that we do a lot of education on. We're here to help. 
you have a doctor on the outpatient side that's batting on you your, for your team. We're here to help you. And we want people to live happier and healthier and, and less hospital days away from the hospital and more days at home where they belong, where they're happy and safe. And it's something that we pride ourselves in. So education is a huge, huge component of what, what we do. Uh, you, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there, Rosie. Great, thank you so much. And let's see, perhaps you, we have somebody that is newly um, turning 65 and they hardly ever have gone to the doctor because they're very fit and they're very, um, um, uh, they don't take any medications or anything like that. But it's good to have that um, beginning to get to know them and prevention, right? All about prevention. Absolutely. So if we have a new person, a new into Medicare person, how does uh, Dedicated suggest that they should approach their Medicare or their health in that age? Like I was saying earlier, you want to be proactive, not reactive. Now, I use this example. I have two examples to use. One, I see my doctor quite frequently, and I'm not a Medicare patient, but I see my primary care doctor quite frequently. Two, you buy a brand new car. After a couple thousand miles, it's already time for maintenance. We're no different. Just because everything seems in order doesn't mean that you shouldn't go for your maintenance. And this is across the board for all patients of all ages, but especially as people hit 65 and older. The reason why is the likelihood of something happening after the age of 65 is much, much higher. Now, we can't see inside of our bodies. We can feel some things, but we can't feel everything. And not everything that's a problem generates pain or generates a response. Sometimes things are the status quo. That's where healthcare providers come in. We're there to help you. We're there to find some things early. We're there to check from head to toe, check your joints out, listen to your heart, listen to your lungs, listen to your story, who you are where you come from. One thing that we pride ourselves is that we don't see patients for 20 minutes once a year. Now, if you spent 20 minutes with somebody you've never met once a year, that's it. How well would you really know them? That's what we say. We don't think you're going to know them very well. We spend about 240 to 260 minutes, if not more, with our patients per patient every year. The reason why is our doctors actually have very small patient panels. Unlike every other doctor in this area, and we're talking about the Tampa Bay area, mm -hmm. we don't have 2,500 patients. We don't have 2,000 patients per doctor. We don't have 1,500 patients per doctor or 1,000 patients. We don't even have 500 patients per doctor. We have on average 400 patients per doctor at all of our practices. And the reason why this comes from how dedicated senior medical center thinks. We think that when doctors have smaller patient panel sizes, they're going to spend more time with the patients that they have to influence their health, to give them good health outcomes. Again, back to more happy and healthy days and less hospital sick days. Imagine if you could see your doctor and the doctor says, I have a lot of time to spend with you. My doctor doesn't even tell me that. And I still see my doctor frequently, and my I, it's just something that is unheard of. And prior to coming here, something that I had never heard of, and now I live it. I practice it, and my patients love it. They love that they can see me frequently, and I know everything about them. And it's not like if, some, if something does, God forbid, happen to them, I can make sure that they get the best care wherever they're at. 
Yes, and that is so important, especially because some of them might not feel comfortable at the very beginning to share everything with you, but at this, as they get to know you, they they get to know you, trust you, and feel good, and then they share more. But if they feel rushed, they get nervous, and then they forget things, and they don't tell you perhaps what they got there for. And that has been one mm -hmm. of the biggest complaints that I had with some of my patients or my clients is that they say, well, he only saw me for five minutes and then told me that that was because of arthritis, because I'm old, but never really got to understand why the source of, of, of the pain, right? The, the reason right. behind it. So that is, that is amazing. Thank you, Dr. Jawala, for all you Absolutely. do. Now, the locations, let's talk a little bit. I know we are talking about, let's, let's concentrate on Tampa right now, because I know you have locations in Miami, but because Cafecito with Rosie Onear is here located in Tampa. <laughs> Tell me a little bit, you guys have offices right now in Hillsborough County, Pinellas County, and I do believe you have in Pasco County too, right? Yes, uh, we do. So we are, at, so our locations are actually, I guess it would be also Manatee. So it'd be Bradenton, St. Pete, Clearwater, Largo, East Tampa, and North Tampa. And we actually also have two centers in Lakeland. Wow. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize. I, I know that I, I'm more familiar with the Tampa Bay area, so I kind of like stay concentrated. But now mm -hmm. I, that you mentioned, I remember that you guys are in Lakeland, too. And uh, the, the whole idea, your transportation, um, it's about the radius of people that you are looking that you will be able to help in the transportation is a 10 mile radius, I believe. So that's where you kind of go and look at the opportunities perhaps to have a location in that area that service that 10 mile radius. How does they, how do they select the location where you guys going to be servicing your community? So what we do is we actually look and see where are the communities that are really in need. Every time we look at a community in need, they usually don't have a grocery store or a good one nearby. Our communities do not have many doctor's offices. A lot of our patients are underserved. They have lack of transportation, which is something that's very common, which is why we provide it for them at no cost. So when we look at building a center or moving out to a different area, we always look and say, are we serving a community that's in need? Because that's our purpose, our vision, our mission. Why are we here? We're here to help people who need help. We want to make sure that we do this purposefully, that we are there to help the people that do not regularly get to see a doctor and want to see a doctor. And one thing I forgot to mention to you earlier, Rosie, on top of everything that I'm talking about, on top of the time, we give our cell phone numbers to our patients. That's something that people, and I'll, I'll say it again, we give our cell phone numbers to our patients. They can call us, they can text us. When you only have 400 patients and you have a close relationship with your patient, you're going to want, as a provider, you're going to say, I want them to call me first. I want them to text me and tell me that they they need something or they didn't get the medication that, um, that, uh, that was sent to the pharmacy or they're out of their medications. We want to know. We want to be the ones to know first. And the patients, they love it. They, they look and they say, you're giving me your cell phone number? 
And we always say, well, if I'm going to treat you like family, I wouldn't, I would give my own mom my cell phone number. Why wouldn't I give you my cell phone number? So at the communities that we serve, you know, we always try to go with the underserved communities and we do everything for them. We, we go, we give them the cell phone numbers. We do food drives. We make sure they have transportation and we really try to do everything that we can to make sure that they feel that they're loved. That is so amazing. And I know for Thanksgiving, uh, Francis, uh, a really good friend of mine and the executive director of the Tampa location was getting hams and uh, for for Thanksgiving for your uh, patients mm -hmm. and they did a drive of a food drive and and you know giving back to the community because perhaps uh, you I believe you also have like a monthly supply of groceries if I'm not mistaken because mm -hmm. some of these communities might not have that so tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that's, that's what we call food insecurity. When patients have poor access to food because of their income or the zip code that they live in, um, we, we find that to be something that we can battle. When patients call and say, you know, we do these love calls and they say, I haven't had anything healthy to eat in a long time. We ask them, well, why is that? It's not because they want to eat unhealthy. It's because they're, they are a victim of the circumstances. Uh, it's the area that they live in. Maybe they don't have transportation. They just can't get to a grocery store. So what we do is we we have partnered with local food banks, Feeding Tampa Bay. We get donations. We get fresh uh, fruit. We get fresh vegetables, and and we will hand it out to them. We make little bags, uh, and um, they're they're basically something that when the patient comes to their office appointment, if they're saying that they're they're hungry, we make sure we give them something because. We don't want patients to, you know, after all the time they spend with us to go home and to only find out that they have um, decreased access to healthy food options, that, well, that's going to affect their health. That's going to affect their outcomes. And if we're going to treat them like family, we, we need to make sure that they're fed well, they're fed healthy, make sure they have good access on top of everything else that we're doing. We Again, you know, it's that family feel. Treat them how you would treat your own family, and you'll have the best, best outcomes for your patients. That's what we always say. Well, Dr. Jawala, I had had such a wonderful time getting to know you and getting to know Dedicated First, uh, uh, Dedicated More, um, and also to thank you for the opportunity to support this dream and to make the com to make our community better. Um, so I really do appreciate uh, your coming to us today. Thank you so much. And my dear friends, I'm just going to share this with you. As dedicated senior medical center uh, idea was to change their communities, giving back to the communities. I encourage you, once you find your purpose and you turn it into a vocation, you find your business, the way that you are able to get to know your community or for your community to know you is by changing your environment, getting involved in nonprofit organizations, getting involved in volunteering for these food drives that change your community. At the very beginning, people are not going to be really uh, looking for your services, but the more you give back, the less they're going to see you as a salesperson. If not, they will see you as somebody that truly cares. And you know how they say, 
people do not remember how what you do, but they will always remember how you make them feel. So be true to yourself, care for others genuinely, and let's change our community. Gracias one more time for joining me today. And thank you for listening to Cafecito with Rosie on air. Ciao.